You're listening to Empire of Rust, the world's first and only Transformers RPG podcast. Join the heroes of Icon as they defend Cybertronian civilization from the remnants of Cybertron First to Lord Starscream's egotistical leadership and beyond to the unknown threats on the other side of distant stars. Welcome back to Empire of Rust, the first and greatest Transformers RPG podcast. How's everybody doing today? Good. Great. I'm good. I've had had a good weekend so far. Well, I'm glad to hear it. You know what I want to talk about this week? You know what I want to do this week, Mike? What's that? Let's just get into it. Yeah, let's do that. No one wants my banter? All right, fine, fine. You can't have my banter anymore anyway. Like you know what? We're jumping it. right in. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's get right into that sucker. <laughs> there was something exciting happening last time, as I recall. Hanging on cliffs. Yes. And there was uh, transforming cities. Oh, spoiler alert. Wait, if you haven't listened to last episode, what the hell, man? Get on board. You don't start the 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 whole story in the middle. I'm going to interrupt this banter right now. We were bantering. <laughs> <laughs> the floor tilts dangerously to the side, and you, Alloy, begin sliding. Below you, the floor and the adjacent walls are closing in like an enormous trash compactor. If you stay on this course, you will be crushed. I got an idea. How about we change course? (laughs) (laughs) Reactive, get out of the way. Or is it going to be like take something extreme like a grappler to kind of like not fall down into the abyss? I don't have a grappler. (laughs) Do you guys have a grappler? I do. Well, then I guess we do. Yes. If you want to use your grappler, yeah, go for it. Uh, give me a roll. Yeah. What should we roll for that? Uh, a dice. Yeah, I believe it's going to be like an attack roll. Oh, okay. Well, I rolled a three, so that that's a lot. I mean, for for a grappler, the grapplers are pretty easy to use. So yeah, you you rolled a three. I'm I'm sure your bonus is more than a plus two, and it, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, try like you try to hit a spot. You're good. Yeah, good news is you hit the railing. Bad news is you weigh five times as much as a normal bot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good news. You launch a grappler and you catch it on the doorway that you came in, uh, which is now on the ceiling. And you manage to, uh, to catch it and try to swing on over to a clear wall. Uh, let's see here. Who is, who is the arm? Uh, that's going to be you, Mike. That's going to be Wild Strike. And yep. who's taking on Legionnaire today? Got it. Uh, I'll take him on today. You'll do it? All right. Hey, it's been got, a while. Get both arms, man. I just got done playing two characters. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> you are two characters. I am two characters. All right. Well, uh, go ahead and give me a reflex save there, Mike. Uh, whichever character you want. Or alloy, of course. Alloy. Reflect for alloy. Yeah, this should be easy. And starting off strong with a one. No, Ooh. no. Great. That's like the one way to fail. Yeah. Wait, wait, way to go, way to go, me. Way to go, me. Good way to uh, battle against all odds, there, Mike. <laughs> you swing over and you pass directly over Navitas's spark. I, I, but, I lift the foot up. But you lose your grip and you slide down, catching yourself just in time <laughs> to stop from falling into the energy field. <laughs> I'm really close to this. <laughs> but even then, you catch your resident gumshoe on the edge and the shock goes right through Magnum and into the rest of you. <laughs> Even that brief touch is incredibly painful. So give me a fort save. Fortitude. Oh, that's a 40. Hopefully that's good enough. Oh. <laughs> that that you make? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it could be worse. It could have failed that one too. Uh, okay. Yes. Yeah. A, a, a 40 is a success. Uh, you're only going to take about half damage on this, so that is going to be 
Uh, 38 damage. Half of that. What type of damage is it? Electrical damage. The, the half of that? Audi. Audi. No, no, that, that's, the, that's, the half. that's the half. That's the half? That's the half. <laughs> Whoa. It's a fucking. It's a tight. It's a Titan Spark. I think that's actually pretty generous. Yeah, but we were walking around with that thing forever. Like in the early levels, that could have killed us. Yeah, we could have used why do you that. Think he, why do you think it gave it to me? No, <laughs> so, what is our? Don't, don't you have uh, electricity resistance, Wild Strike? Uh, I believe so. Yes. And because we are now alloy, that functions as though it's 14th level. So Ooh. we actually have energy resistance 14 versus electricity. So we actually take 24 damage. Better. I like that. Okay. That that karmically takes care of the, the, the mess up with the, the failed save there, Mike. <laughs> Don't you mean uh, jetic? Jetic? As opposed to karmic? <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. I guess it would be jet I'm, I'm in your mind right now, so I realize how hard you worked on that. So yeah. I really <laughs> don't want to diss that. So yeah. good try? Because that would be, that'd be tank make of you. Please stop. Please stop. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, good job. You managed to, to keep your grip. So that's, that was good. That's a bit bad, because if you, you got hit by that, a, a full hit, that, that would have been, been pretty bad. Alright, so you are dangling from the ceiling. You're staying on the wall by the barest of grips. Uh, Navitas's renewed spark is sliding away from you into a shielded alcove. And all around you, equipment is transforming and shifting positions into cavities and recesses and making room for two enormous lenses. They move into position against the former floor, and in front of them, two gargantuan trapezoidal-shaped openings appear in the wall. The light of the Velocitronian dawn streaming in. From above, you can hear the shrieks of Moonracer as she clings on to the now horizontal doorway. What in Primus's name have you done?! That's when a new sound hits your audio receptors. Not the drone of an engine, but the deep, rhythmic beating of the running footsteps of Navitas. I really wish we were outside to see this. <laughs> well, we're, we're, we're at the lens. We're going to be able to see through his eyes. Uh, yeah, you're hanging there. You have Moonracer in danger. What do you, you want to do? So, quick uh, to go back... I have fire resistance, not electricity resistance. Still counts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, maybe I do that. You might. <laughs> Unacceptable. <laughs> Give me a pencil. I'll have it. Don't write in your monitor there. Oh, no. You know, it is me. Sorry. It is yeah, you. The, okay. I, I thought it was... I thought it was... Um, you knew one of us. It's in, it in the other game that... Uh, you know, Caro has that, so... Ah. What do you want to do? Uh, climb up. Make sure Moonracer doesn't die. Go ahead and give me an athletics check as you are climbing up this grappler. We got this in the bag, right? We should. Do you want me to roll it, or do you want to do it? You can do it. You've been doing it. You've been doing it, man. Uh, 34. You start climbing up your grappler, and... Foot over foot, you manage to, to make your way up to the doorway up there. Again, the doorway's horizontal, and it is in Moonracer is hanging from it. Uh, what do you want to do with with Moonracer? She is like shouting, screaming, "What have you? What have you done? Help me, damn it!" I guess we could reach out and pick her up. She within reach? Yeah, yeah, she is. You're going to be passing by her on the way to the doorway. Okay, cool. We'll King Kong her. Yep. <laughs> Uh, what do you want to tell her, anyway? What have we done? Well, I'll tell you what we've done. <laughs> we've saved Navitas. And he has repaid us by stopping the city and transforming for some reason. And now he's walking? Maybe running? I don't know. Feels like he's running. Yeah. Those are definitely footfalls. And yeah, you managed to, to pull yourself up through the doorway. It's kind of a tight fit, because you're so much bigger. 
You are now back in the hallway that Sweet Spot had had made the had failed to make the corner on the first time he made it through, and you are standing on the wall, effectively. Well, I uh, suppose we should probably get topside if we can. Yeah, let's see what kind of damage we did. Uh, we definitely keep this uh, little lady uh, out of harm's way. Uh, You're easily uh, uh, flustered. Like you should like wait until you know what's happening before you freak out. Just yeah, you, you got to save that panic up. Yeah, <laughs> can't let it all out at once. You'll tie yourself out. What are you talking about? This has never happened. This is a perfect time to panic. We've seen a lot. Trust me, there will be other times to panic, and I'm assuming <laughs> those will be coming up shortly. So save it up. Relax, we knew this was going to happen, or one way or another. Sort of. Uh, why don't you guys give me a medicine or a life science check? That way you can try and piece together what's uh, going on here. Okay, let's do life science. About an 18. 18, not too bad. You know, could be a lot better. You can tell right off the bat that Navitas has transformed into his bot mode and is actually running. Uh, and you can tell that he is keeping pace with himself in his in his vehicle mode, and he is running incredibly fast. Probably, you think, because of the the giant power boost that he's just gotten from the new spark. So good on you guys for doing that. Uh, probably the first time he has been in his uh, robot mode in, oh man, probably thousands, if not millions of years. Uh, you can you can feel like the roughness for it. You can hear like uh, joints creaking. You can hear kind of things as they like, kind of grind against each other. Uh, and of course, Sweet Spot, you would know that his his repairs were were substandard at best, if they were done at all. Like really kept at the the minimum, the the minimum levels necessary to function. Uh, is there anything in particular that you want to know with that? So did he like? It, did what just happened is more magical? Like did like, like all the bumps and breaks and like dents in his body like suddenly fix themselves? Like did he just get all greasy in all the right places, or is he still just being like, oh crap? Like I need to jump onto that oil moon, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you think that? And again, this is based on on that role. The damage has not been repaired, but it looks like he's bypassed a lot of the critical failure points in his body and gotten it to to, to work around as best as possible. It's, it's probably going to take time in order to, to repair everything, um, but now that it seems like his spark is doing a lot better, he also is going to have some natural self-repair processes that he can call on to, to help with this. So you think that in time he will become as 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 strong as he was when he was first built. But does he does he need to stay on the surface or could he just like fly into orbit and stay on the dark side of the planet for a little while so that he's not gonna melt and take some time to fix it? I you are not certain. You you reasonably suspect that he has a spaceship alt mode of some kind because he did ferry the original colonists here to the, the city, but yeah, with uh, within 18, you're not quite certain. Um, how are the people? Uh, the ones we can see? Oh, I mean, I'm assuming at this point, like, our radio signals are going to start working and the entire planet is screaming, so <laughs> we'd probably get something out of that. Yeah, I, just with the roll, before you do anything else, you can assume that that some people, some of the bots on the planet, uh, some of the bots on on Delta probably got hurt during the whole transformation. Uh, so that is probably a thing. Oh, I feel so bad. <laughs> you don't. Wait, oh, that's what? what you're supposed to say, right? Yes, that's what you're supposed to say, but we all know that you don't really feel that we. I also <laughs> know that you don't either, so shut up. <laughs> <laughs> now, you keep that to yourself. And you also know that uh, a good chunk of the city was built on top of Navitas after he was after he had transformed back into like the base part of the city. 
So a lot of the extra buildings that were, were placed on top of him likely haven't survived the transformation. Oh. <laughs> oh, did we just destroy our, our, our arch nemesis' evil plot? <laughs> That's a shame. But you also know that uh, Moonracer was able to get a uh, get word out before you merged the, the two sparks together. So likely a lot of people, or probably even the majority of the people, were like, were able to get at least to the foundation level, if not all the way to the shelters. So there's a good chance that most of the, the population is is in decent shape and in decent condition. And I will give you uh, this as a, as a freebie with it. Uh, you would know that if it is a, a set-up shelter for, for, uh, for the city, uh, it would have been built in a place that is not subject to his transformation. So, okay. Well, that makes sense. It's a shelter, of course. Wow, somebody that actually has some foresight? This is crazy. I want to meet that person. <laughs> uh, I want all of you to do a medicine check on yourselves, though. Ourselves? I want you to check yourself. All right, medicine. Uh, Hello. Check yourself. Twelve. Uh, You can tell that your left leg, Magnum, is not responsive. You said left leg for a second. I I got panicked. (laughs) (laughs) So Magnum is not responsive right now. You're kind of dragging him along a little bit. Are we still dangling or are, are we like walking now? Are we on a surface? You're on a surface. You pull yourself up to the doorway. So we're limping? Yeah. Yeah, kind of limping. Can I, on magnum steps, can I untransform an arm and help that leg out for for a little bit of mobility? <laughs> and then transform my arm back in place to take the next step? I, I, I think I have a better idea. So I, we're going to use our transforming... You know, like the fact that we can turn things into a gun, into a very long sniper rifle, and we're going to use that <laughs> as a, as a crutch on that arm. <laughs> nice, nicely done. Yeah, that would be uh, Legionnaire as the arm, because Legionnaire is the left arm, the, the shield arm. All right, all right, all right. I gave you the information that uh, that you have, so you know, walk me through. Like, <laughs> walk me through it. Oh. oh. What do you what do you want to do? Just kind of keep keep it high level. We don't need to like go into like all the the nitty gritty of hey, I want to find this person and and what have you. Just kind of ba- like top level. What do you want to do here in uh, in Navitas now? Well, I think uh, probably can he speak yeah. to us now? Like his, did his vocal box actually get fixed? Oh yeah, Navitas. Because we're like in his head, right? Yeah, just outside his head now. But yeah. Hey, Navitas, can you hear us? Hear us, hear us, hear us. Yes, I can hear you. Is there anything you can't hear? Hear, hear. I can't hear the echoes in my own head. <laughs> That's probably for yeah. the best. You got this, uh, got this fellow named uh, Magnum. Uh, there's nothing but echoes in his head. <laughs> Sweet spot, you are in that combiner, aren't you? I'm not just in it. I am exactly one-fifth of it. The math on that adds up. (laughs) Man, the spot's quick. I haven't done math in almost a million years. (laughs) (laughs) I did not expect that when you crashed into my doorway that this would be the result. I must thank you, Ambassador, for your efforts in helping to restore me. I have not been this clear-minded in a very, very long time. Ambassador, does that mean you've been keeping tabs on me, you old softy? I always try to keep tabs on my assets. Well, that's how you don't lose your assets. Speaking of which... (laughs) You're an asset. You're, uh... Your assets are uh, looking mighty fine right about now. Very uh, active and uh, vigorous and all moving about and stuff. 
Oh, go on. All right, I just might. <laughs> yeah, not only shapely, but strong and very, very much capable of the strength and vigor that uh, was yours in your youth. When you merged the spark with me, it helped to clear my mind of the excess minutiae that I have been dealing with for the last several thousand years. I now have the mental capacity to reroute power to non-critical systems and bypass the damaged areas. We were watching uh, the uh, the hollow vid there that was playing out while you were doing that was uh, fantastic. I mean, I haven't seen uh, emergency responders in a citywide disaster, such as this is, work quite as fast. Yes. My, My faculties, faculties feel brand new. Almost like I was newly forged. But you must tell me where, in all of Primus's creation, where you found a green spark. Uh, actually, that honor befell the uh, very good comrade here, Carapus, also part of Alibi. What up? <laughs> yes, I can see the large bot that is your torso. Tell me, my friend, what will you do now? Well, I, I think it's more a matter of what you're going to do now. You see, uh, the city still has quite a few residents that are probably very dependent upon you getting them moving again or to a safe location, as that sunrise is rapidly approaching. Yes, I am aware of the sunrise. As, as you're kind of looking into that doorway, into uh, effectively his, his head, uh, you can see the view outside, the, the, effectively his eyes turn to the side, and you can see like the, the sunrise coming up on the horizon, and he's moving fast enough that the light is actually getting dimmer. He is outrunning the sunrise, just barely, but he is managing to keep ahead of it. That is awesome. Racing the dawn. Oh, and we're right in his head, too. This <laughs> is <laughs> so good. Oh. I wonder how fast you'd have to do that. I don't know. I bet I could figure that out. Man. <laughs> That's got to be something. We are truly in honor to be in your presence. Even in your head. For that matter. And as the as the two of you are talking, you can see that the the room that you are looking down in. Because again, don't forget that the the doorway is on the ceiling now. He shifts around some of the the parts of the the wall and the floor to create stairs and some ladders that will actually go down into his space. So if you do want to to re-enter the head. So you can actually take a closer look look out his eyes and, and see what's going on. You're you're welcome to. Yes. I strongly suggest we do that. It's a little hard to get down because you're you're dealing with a bum leg. <laughs> see that? I just called Matt a you bum. That was, <laughs> that was kind of bum. So it's about six hundred and fifty kilometers per hour. That's not bad. That's, That's assuming not bad Earth. That's assuming yeah. Earth. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know what the mass or uh, the, the size of... Uh, a Velocitron is. Yeah. Is there, like, a rotational speed or, like, hours in a day for Velocitron? Nothing was written, but we can okay. we can say it's probably... It's probably a smaller world, considering how close it is to the sun. So it's it's definitely closer to the the sun than something like Earth would be. Probably something along the side, like along lines of like a Mercury or something. Can I uh, can I can I introduce a little bit of uh, modern science that just happened? Sure, go for it. There is a planet uh, called I think it's Wasp thirty nine or something like that, and it is a it is a gas giant that's about the size of Jupiter. No, it's a little bit bigger than Jupiter. Mm-hmm. It has a mass of about Saturn, but it's about five percent. Uh, it's it gets, it's closer to its star than Mercury is. So, like, Mercury is, like, 40% of the distance between, like, the sun and the Earth, and this thing is 5%. So it's, like, Mercury wow. is eight times further away than this gas giant is to its its own self. And its year is only four Earth days. Yikes. 
And the reason I know this is because that's where we're looking at this new telescope because it allows us, so every four days they can kind of look at it as it passes in front of the star and then how the light is bent around it and what colors it creates tells us it's, it's atmospheric like concentration. And they just found, I think it's something like disodium, uh, di no, disulfur, dinitrogen sulfide, say, uh, sulfate in the atmosphere. And that's a really big deal. Like it might be like a, a life thing. So, hmm. so yeah, so that was just a weird thing. I was like, oh, gas giants closer to, yeah. you know, closer than Mercury. And I, it's years, only four days. You know, <laughs> so, so I imagine uh, really fast. Yeah, yeah. I imagine that uh, Velocitron is probably you know pretty close to the sun because it is scorching hot out there, and probably uh, it's smaller than Earth, maybe something like the size of like a Mars or a Mercury or something like that. Mm -hmm. So okay, that would be my my guess. Uh, sorry, Mike. What was your your question there? Oh, I was just asking you if there was any information on how many hours in a day, because then Pat could calculate that on, in his math to figure out how fast <laughs> they have to go. It's not a, if, if you want to do that, we can later, but <laughs> we'll we'll say he's he's fast enough to to do a stay ahead of the dawn just a little. That's bit very right nice now. of you, Pat. <laughs> I could hear in your voice that you were thinking. Thanks, Mike. That is exactly my kind of fun. Though I realize it might not be everyone's kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. With, With time, I can bypass more of the damaged areas. And if the citizens of Delta assist me, we can get everything working back to the way it was when we first arrived on this planet. I can stay in the night zone for as long as needed. No more would I have to stare at the dawn. Turn your eyes to the night and keep on flying by. Uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, Moon Garden can uh, can help you out with the people there. Isn't that right, honey? Mo moon Racer? That's what I said, Moon Racer. Now, moon, moon Garden is actually a pretty cool name, though, too. Yes, yes, I can... I can... I, I can help. I can help. The, and... The, the the vibe that you're getting from her is almost like a little bit of like obsequiousness where she is she's like very deferential to Navitas. Yeah, we we've seen the mistake that happens when they respect Titans. <laughs> Starscream should lead. <laughs> you really uh hopping on that lot. Did uh did uh Denison get to you or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I just thought that was funny. What, what do, do I, I call you five? Like right alloy. now, we're alloy. But do we, we don't have like a name for our team yet. Do we do need we? a name for the team? Still haven't chosen one. I mean, I guess we don't need one, but we're in like a, a show. Like often there's stuff like that. You know, like the Magnificent Four and Sweet Spot. You know, <laughs> or Sweet Spot <laughs> Magnificent <laughs> Four. He's awesome. He's he's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That, this one wasn't a slight. It was like you know, giving you, giving you the benefit of the doubt. Alloy. That is a very fitting name for a combiner. I thought so. If you want to check on the citizens of Delta, you will find most of them in the shelters. But dozens of them were trapped outside when I transformed. Several fell off during the transformation. It is unfortunate, but they are gone now. People or buildings? Both. Both. <laughs> okay. Omelette, eggs, yeah. The vibe that you get from that is not that he doesn't care about them, but he cares about the whole of the population more than any one particular individual in it. He's he's a city, you know? He... he that's the the point of it the the happiness of the the population if one person dies it's like okay that's it you know whatever <laughs> yep that's uh, that i think is the right mentality for a titan that is the home that is the community uh that other bots are living within and upon all right 
Anything else you want to ask him, or you want to start heading out? What do you What do you want to do? Well, so you've you've now clinched your your like you know now you're going to be ruling you know uh, this this planet because apparently that's how things work. Now what? This is this is your quest, right? You know. Uh, so now I think we uh, get on with the business of uh, helping out Sabatron get free of its dick dictatorship. I'm not certain why you had to pause there, but all right, <laughs> we'll roll with it. Because he's the, he's a dick. Tater. That's <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. He's an asshole potato. So yeah, we don't need to to run through all of the like the the nitty gritty of of dealing with uh, any survivors or any uh, uh, people we need to rescue here right. in. That would be something that we would probably do, you know, given time. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And. Uh, the the city also has you know its emergency responders, its emergency workers, and they're going to be like all over the place, you know, trying to make certain that that citizens get rescued, um, and and they'll keep most of the population in the shelters until things are clear, and it may take uh, hours to to be sure everyone is is safe and accounted for, and to to get a tally of the people who are lost. But once, uh, once everything is kind of in a stable position, he is—he eventually will transform back to his, his rolling mode. And once he, you know, once he's gotten some distance from the the sun, he'll go back in, start rolling along, and life will will return to to normal on on Delta. All of the buildings that were added to the tops of the towers which is the majority of Outburst's new new holdings, were destroyed during the transformation. Uh, so all of that territory? Mm, yeah. Uh, I forget, uh, Adam, did uh, did you say Sweet Spot had a... Uh, no, you, you did not take care of Outburst, but you did take care of uh, the other one. Who was the, the dude who... Was messing you up. Oh, uh, Clawjaw, the one who first abandoned me. Right, Clawjaw. So you took care of uh, Clawjaw already, but that is something that you might want to come back to Velocitron some point and and figure out and to try to deal with. Yeah, that uh, that can definitely be a uh, thought for another day. But they won't be messing with uh, Navitas anymore. Yeah, you don't think so? That's that's my Titan. Thank, Thank you, you again, again for all of your help, help sweet spot. I never, never expected that, that this would be the result of our meeting. Well, but I, I'm eternally I, grateful I, to you and your friends. Sure, sure. I, I would say don't mention it, but uh, publicity is part of the reason why I did it. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't worry, sweet spot. <laughs> I'll put, put your, your image, image on every screen, screen in the city. Yeah. Everyone will know who is involved for killing all of those people. <laughs> <clears throat> they died. We will mourn their loss and move on, as we must always. All the screens in the city just show Sweet Spot's face, and it just says, Hero? Question mark? <laughs> <laughs> all right, now, Toss, who exactly is in charge of your marketing? <laughs> All right, so sweet spot for uh, for ruler twenty twenty four. So if uh, if you have any problems with that, I'll go ahead and, and kind of push us on to the yeah. the next section. Yeah, the I next, think that um, puts a nice here. little bow on it. Yeah. Uh, just so I I know like the time on it. Uh, were you going to stay on Vustron for any amount of time, or were you just going to to start heading out back to Cybertron? Mm. Seeing as how Navitas is no longer a victim here and the general plans of uh, Overbite was uh, was taken care of, uh, I think I... I Overbite? Uh, you know, the, uh, the main bad guy. The one who was, like, buying up all the buildings and stuff. Outburst? Yeah, that's what I said. Outcast. Uh, so as long as he's all taken care of, uh, his plans have been shattered and whatnot. I believe that uh, I could probably cut myself free to uh, check in with my friends here and uh, see how things are going back on uh, back on uh, Sabatron. 
are we going to be dealing with a a a sweet spot that's that's not dead? I believe you are going to be dealing with a very live, very vocal sweet spot with brand new paint job, of course. Sweet spots, twin brother, spot sweet. No, spot sweet. No, <laughs> that bot does exist already, and he is not a relative of mine. Just a coincidental namesake. But you got the candy cane paint job. <laughs> it works so well. <laughs> Don't worry. No, no. Sweet twist. Sweet, sweet stripe. <laughs> sweet stripe. It's beer. Red beer. Uh, it takes. A, it, it does take a little while to get yourselves uh, to the space bridge. Assuming, of course, that you're you're going to be leaving uh, Velocitron and heading back to to Cybertron uh, immediately. Because, as you can imagine, the space bridge is now in a different place. <laughs> they put this. They put the space bridge here. I know exactly what you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> he gives birth about a million times a day. <laughs> <laughs> so you make your the five of you make your way to the bowels of Navitas. <laughs> oh dear lord. <laughs> This does not paint Velocitron in a very bright light for new new visitors. <laughs> uh, the tourism board is going to hear about this. <laughs> hey, 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 listeners, the joke is that it's in his butt. <laughs> uh, we're, we're trying to avoid being direct with that, Mike. We're trying to go the roundabout way to make it gentle. <laughs> but you just wanted to ram it right in. Don't worry. This too will pass. <laughs> Uh, I can hear the groans of everyone right now. I am shotgunning a whole bunch of lectures right now to make it pass fast. (laughs) Philosophers invented those, by the way. (laughs) What the the lax shot? I think they had a weapon that does. I think they have a weapon that does that. It's called like a what was it? The shit stick. The shit gun. Yeah, the, the brown noise. We uh, we can pass faster than anyone in the galaxy. Odd. Anyway, I I would have a question for a sweet spot. That would, would you know? I probably know now that we're in alloy form. Oh. Um. I have. I don't like where this is going. I have the recording of the bombing. No, you don't. Sweet spot supposedly died. Uh, you sure about that? Yes. How did you survive that? <sighs> um, that is a very, very good question. Perhaps we could uh, disassemble and uh, chat about it somewhere nice and cozy. You know, there there might still be a, a cafe or two that are intact. Uh, why don't you just, you know, tell me on the walk over now? Uh, <laughs> because uh, uh, Magnum is uh, kind of limp, so walking is rather difficult. Wouldn't you rather uh, it's disassemble? It's easier with the makeshift crutch that we have now rather than carrying him. That fucking crutch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. I'll answer your questions. This was planned from the start. We found out that... Hold star on. Screen. You, uh, you cut out after you said this was planned. Did I? Oh, what a shame. I guess we'll have to end the episode right here then. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) All right. Where did I cut out? This was planned. This was planned? Tell me more. (laughs) Yes, tell me more. (laughs) I can stall like this all day. (laughs) No. All right. It's okay. Mike can cut it all out. (laughs) Of course he can. He probably will. All the good stuff. Uh, well, how did I survive? Um, technically, I think I should have died. Uh, it wasn't planned that way. Uh, and yes, it was planned because we found out about Starscream's plot to have me eradicated from the election. Uh, so we found out, uh, where he was planning on planting a bomb and how he was planning on getting me close enough to uh, 
uh, assure my death. And uh, we kind of, in advance, kind of roped off the area to make sure that no one else would be in that wing, uh, as well as try to keep partygoers uh, confined to the main, the main room there. Uh, and when we knew it was coming time, I slipped away and was going to use a little bit of Magnum's glass gas to tunnel through the floor and uh, make myself a little uh, getaway. So it would appear to the outside world that I was obliterated and completely destroyed. Therefore, I would be able to work in secret to gather evidence against him. Now, the bomb ended up being a much larger yield than we had expected from Starscream's uh, agent. Uh, so I had very little time to uh, dig myself a deep enough hole uh, to assure my survival. And uh, the glass gas wasn't working fast enough, so I had to uh, pretty much shear off my outer skin to fit through the hole as it was uh, growing very slowly, for my taste anyway. Life and death on the line, you know, that sort of thing. And uh, when the bomb went off, I was unconscious for, I'd like to say days, but it may have been weeks. Uh, I actually found myself uh, in a recovery area at some local hospital here, and uh, I was unidentified. Uh, I knew who I was, but they weren't able to identify me because my outer shell had been uh, stripped away and part of it, part of the blast, and part of it was from uh, direct exposure to the glass gas. And that... You looked like a protoform after that. Yeah, it did look a, a bit undernourished, to say the least. Uh, so, yeah, it took me quite a while to uh, get back on my feet, and then I started to investigate after I got the, got myself some new skins here. But you do like you, don't you? Yes, you look fantastic. That's an interesting story. Um, yes. Do I get any indications that you're lying as part of Alloy? Uh, no, you would not get any indications, but uh, you would also know okay. that uh, Carapace and Magnum were both in on it from from oh, the thoughts. thought I sold it pretty well. So the bombing was actually planned by... Starscream that, By, that wasn't something that correct. set up. It was an agent of Starscream okay. we found out was operating in the area with uh, direct orders from Starscream to take me out. Uh, we did not realize how big of an explosive device he was going to use or that he was even caring about collateral damage because it was much, much larger than we were expecting. Yes, it was a large blast. Uh, you could have you know, warned some of us as well. Well, uh, Nico almost died in that. Uh, I do apologize for that. Uh, again, the size of the blast wasn't known to us. We tried to do our best to keep everyone a safe distance away and still sell it as a as a true assassination attempt that had succeeded at first. Not everyone was brought in on it because we want the reactions of most to be as sincere as possible. Did you find any useful information in regards to Starscream? Well, yes. I did find uh, quite a bit of information linking him to uh, not only my assassination attempt, but his involvement with many others that were uh, directly or indirectly responsible for some threats and uh, attempts on the other uh, candidates that were involved in the, uh, the elections. Okay, that's good. Really, it's all very nice, neat little package. I was, after you know, a few more races under my belt, uh, going to return with all this information uh, probably just before the election happened. Make sure things went smoothly against Starscream, at the very least. Well, I do have some information... Uh, that might be useful to you as well. Uh, it's a message I received from Starscream shortly after the bombing. Um, I'll send that to you so you can have that with your stack of information. Excellent. 
Very good. Next time, I would like to be informed if there is a potential hazard that you know about ahead of time. Okay. I can make sure that that happens, that you're in the loop, or in your case, the loop-de-loop. Yes. And uh, just in case, I mean, there was this uh, this thing with uh, Navitas. Uh, <laughs> that was uh, kind of planned from the beginning as well. Uh, but you probably already suspect that, being joined up with the rest of us right now, as it is. Search your feelings... This is this is interesting for Wildstrike too, because I mean he's yeah. he's just finding out that he's been like kept in the dark on on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How does Wildstrike feel about all this? Not uh, good. <laughs> 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 Which is why you know it's he doesn't like being left in the dark about it. Which is why he said next time inform him. However, it seems to have panned out good information against Starscream. Which is the saving grace of it all. If he was, if Sweet Spot had informed him that, oh, I didn't find out anything, then things would be a little different now. <laughs> oh come on! Mm. Oh wait a minute! You're thinking about coming to blows. You really feel that strongly <laughs> about it, do you? All right, I respect that. I certainly do, and so does Carapus, or maybe it's Carapus that respects it. I don't know. One of us does. Maybe both of us, or all of us. There's respect somewhere. <laughs> there, being there is being res- honest with your anger is yes. helping. <laughs> I feel that is wise. Before all of you head to the, the space bridge and start heading the, uh, on the way out, uh, the five of you disconnect, and Magnum is still unconscious. I really thought uh, that would do the trick. I guess we have to leave him. <laughs> <laughs> Now, if you want to, uh, you folks can make a medicine or a life science check for uh, for Magnum now that you're separated. Uh, unfortunately, Pythagoras is really like the, the doctor of the group, so it's probably yeah. not going to be too great, but you can try it out if you can. Absolutely. I will attempt to help out in any way that I can. Uh, medicine, you say? I can try to assist, perhaps. Uh, look at that. Yeah, I, I have a rank. I have a rank. I don't medicine. even assist. Let me see. I rolled a nine. Oh, uh, um, I rolled a nineteen on the die, so that is a twenty-six for me. Nice. Yeah, I don't even assist. Uh, well, Carapus, you look over Magnum and Pythagoras, and we have to amputate. It's the only way. <laughs> Hold on, what'd you get? <laughs> twenty-six. Legionnaire will assist. Yay! Yay! Nico can also assist if you want to get another plus two on that. Uh, maybe. Oh yeah. Oh, actually, no. He doesn't have any ranks. Oh, so what a waste of that. But Legionnaire does. I know. With uh, Legionnaire's help, you can figure that the the shock of touching Navitas's spark has has overloaded his systems. You can see that his self repair processes are are taking over and are doing things to help out, but he is going to be out of commission for a little while. Uh, okay. Once you figure that out, Moonracer will volunteer to, to have him brought to uh, the closest hospital for observation and an Energon line just to make certain that he is going to continue to stay stable. And then once he is he's awake, he'd be free to leave and free to, to join. I got a fun question. So... In this form, if we were to disassemble as alloy, since he's unconscious, would he just remain in leg form while until he regains consciousness? That's exactly what you're th- you're doing. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> wow. He, he doesn't have he doesn't have the agency to transform. So yeah, what's Ran he gonna to do? The doctor, it's like doctor, Education. can you? Uh, it's the only way. <laughs> can you help out my friend here? That is a bot's leg. Yeah, I know, but can you help him out? It's a leg. <laughs> Trust me, he's, he's all there. He's got a little hat on the kneecap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, he's not. He's <laughs> funny because he's through. Okay. So, yeah, as long as you're okay with Moonracer taking him to the, the hospital and, and having him kind of wait it out, then, yeah, it is. She'll do that. And the for uh, the rest of the four of you can head into the space bridge and head on back to Cybertron. 
Meanwhile, in a nearby bar, damn, that was fine drink you have there. How about you set me up with another? See if you can't get the floor back on this side of the bar for me. Bartender, are you there? Damn, self-service. Denizen looks around Rebar's empty bar after she came back in and scared away all the patrons. <laughs> <sighs> she takes another shot of nightmare fuel. Go ahead and make a fort right. save, Adam. Uh, this would be that right there is what it's all about. I rolled a 17. Ha ha! You pound back the shot of nightmare fuel, your eyes go up, and your head goes sideways, and you fall to the floor. What fool put a carpet on the floor, on the wall? And we'll see you next time. <laughs> nice. <laughs> From the Secret Files of Teletran 1, Empire of Rust is written and GM by Michael Ordway. Headmaster Magnum and his partner Pythagoras are played by Matthew G. Candidate Sweetspot, representative of Velocitron, is played by Adam H.U. The Decepticon warrior Wildstrike and his partner Nyko are played by Mike M. And Carapace, the beast soldier of Primitive Eucharist, is played by Patrick Finn. Additional characters are played by Michael and Cassandra Ordway. Empire of Rust is supported by the humans and networks of planet Earth, whose online networks provide access to libraries of sound effects and music, such as Storyblocks, Zasplat, Blue Zone, and Dark Fantasy Studios. We are distributed by the Transmissions Podcast Network. Stay up to date with all the latest news and reviews in the world of the Transformers by going to transmissionspodcast.com or searching for the Transmissions in your podcast app of choice. You can communicate with the heroes of Iacon by joining us on the Transmissions Discord channel. There you can discuss episodes, talk to the cast, and download the rule set used in the Empire of Rust. Teletran 1, signing off. <laughs> <laughs>